welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on League, season 2023 with your hosts Johnny K. Roos, Bassett Booth and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when a new episode is uploaded and it helps us with our rankings. And if you know anyone who you think would also enjoy this show, please share it with them. That we yeah, play the top eight twice every year without but a, fail. But a please, bro. But I think it's about time that they but, shot a lot on us. But a, <laughs> I think the last ten weeks is going to be a bit heavy. <laughs> How are we all doing? We good? <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast. Whether you've just deleted your super coach team for the eighth time to start again, and it won't be the last time before game one kicks off. Or you've done the maths and you still have no idea if your team will scrape into the top eight. Or if you are making some sweet love to that somebody special, we are Lebs on League, where a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL, no holds barred. And with me to discuss Rugby League, as per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Bassabood. Before I say good evening to you, I just need to adjust my G-string in light of Mardi Gras this weekend. Hello boys, how are we? Bass, I'm really, really good. Just three more sleeps before the uh, start of the season. Can you smell the denka rubbing the air? <laughs> I mean, look, we're, we're all over the moon, aren't we? Well, well I say that. I mean, I was going to ask if you're excited, but Chris, I, I know that, mate, the closer we get to round one, the more cranky you've been getting over the last few weeks. Why? Sorry? What do you mean? It's right fantastic. now, right now, fantastic. the Dragons are leading the comp. They <laughs> they got two points They're on the two points. They're on two points. <laughs> the Dragons are leading the cop. That's just maths, Baz. That's all it oh, is. I love the way you're going on about that one. For how long? I don't know, but they're leading now. How badly have you written off the Dragons, Chris? Bad. Do you want Bad? To, do you want to introduce me? Or? And from our friends <laughs> at Untouch Waterproofing for all your waterproofing needs, Chris Daha. How can, how can you forget me? I'm, hey. sitting, I'm, I'm sitting opposite you next to Bass, which, which well, Bass no, is trying to... Hey, how far up himself is he that he needs an introduction? I know. Hey, he's fucking getting a bit... How you going? Huh? I know. Did you, well, you get through makeup okay? I mean, are we all okay? <laughs> Did you get the drink Look, that you wanted? He has said he was trying to get the G-string out, out of his ass. I wouldn't like to say that. Yeah, he well... He also I, demanded a Shetland pony for the green room, apparently. <laughs> well, c- considering on Saturday night before he went out, he did a Brazilian on his bukhush. <laughs> now, that's just standard practice. He's always had a Brazilian. He's a groomer. <laughs> he's a groomer. He, man- um, he manscapes. Have I ridden him off? Completely. Completely. We know let now. Me, sorry, Johnny, to cut you off. Let me tell you how badly he's written them off. <laughs> he's going. He's going to their season launch tomorrow night. <laughs> You're going to the season launch. Yeah, well, I need to go to a, talk to a few senior, uh, senior, uh, the the hierarchy up there. You know, give them my input. Chris, Look, what I think. Any of the players going? Because I heard that maybe only three of them went to the end of season. Oh, I'm um, hoping all of them turn up tomorrow. No, they were told they don't need to be there. Yeah, well, no one's winning I'm, anything. I'm hoping there are no all, awards. I'm hoping they're all there tomorrow, Chris. They've got it bad enough as it is. Do they have to really hear from you tomorrow? Oh, they're going to hear from me tomorrow night. That's what for are sure. you going to say, Chris? Just tell us now. A bit of an exclusive. <sighs> What's there to say? Well, look, I'm, I'm, look, the first thing... Just I'll, the look on your face when you said look, that. Look, I want to say something, but I really can't say something. On, yeah, you can. On, on you can say whatever you like. It's just between look, friends, Chris. I want to say... First okay. of all. We can't say that. <laughs> but, but, but on that, but See, on that so we now know... Quickly. We now know that the two dunces that we're punching on after the Charity Shield was Zane Musgrove and Michaeli Ravalar. Oh, Zane Musgrove. 
Why what a top signing. That's it. That but you guys knew what you were getting. Oh. That guy's got a rap sheet a mile long. The rest of us knew with his rap sheet. The two donkeys who are at the helm of that, I don't know if they looked his name up on Wikipedia and they saw something else. Ben Harron and Ian Millwood. I can't explain how he fits our culture at a club. Okay, I need to and ask if you're trying to get better... <laughs> I need to ask if a question. If you're trying to get better, how does he... How does he make our culture better? Could someone explain that to but me? Before we go on, we are going to talk about this topic for a little bit, but this is not yeah. going to be no. the George Dragon. But I just show. want you guys to—I want you guys to answer that. How does that guy make our culture better? Well, he I clearly mean, doesn't. Bass, you want to start? You well, I just want to—I'm th- thinking to myself, right? <clears throat> I work for the Dragons. I'm involved in the in the club at the hierarchy level. Uh, so I'm sitting down with the coach. Who have we bought? Zane Musgrove. Who else have we bought? Who else have we bought, Chris? Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla. Ben Murdoch Masilla. Who else have we bought? And we've lost a plethora of injury. Note. And we've lost Tariq Sims and so on. So I'm sitting there with these guys working for the Dragons at the hierarchy. Uh, do we plan on playing finals footy this year? Do we think that we have the side that can actually challenge for the competition? So, yeah. what, so what have the Dragons actually done? Have they resigned themselves to the fact that this is another write-off year? Like, you had the write-off year last year. I agree, Bass. Do you know I, what I, I, I get That's what we see from Look, an outsider's point of view. We just think, have you just given up for 2023? Well it's, clearly, well, it's clearly shown that the coach can't attract cattle. We know that now, okay? Based on the two signings. But So no one's going to come to our club if he's still at the helm. So if that's the problem, then we've got to sack that. We've got to sack... The, the football manager, we've got to sack the recruitment and we've got to hire a new coach who is in, you know, who's got some modern ideas and give him the reins and let him assemble his team so we can attract people because clearly he's not going to attract anyone. And until they have a vision, a plan, like Bass said, how they want to win a competition, unfortunately they're not going to get any better and they're, gonna, no. they're just going to get shit every year. We don't have the luxury like the Roosters to attract anyone that we want or be able to um, have a, a procedure in place where they can... Um, oh, South, South are struggling to attract talent. Wait for it. But you guys seem to be able to say, right, we, don't, we have a no dickheads policy. It's part of the culture. You've got the money. You've got the power behind yourself. But We've got the same center. money as everybody else. Yeah, but it's not that. Look, if we I, have the same... Yeah, but no, and no, let no. me tell you something. But Bass, you've got a guy that loves the club to death in... Uh, Nick Politis. Uh, Nick Politis that yeah. loves the club to death. Yeah. He's got... He's a very successful businessman. Yeah. He's got contacts galore. Yeah. So yeah. if something ha- needs to happen... He'll make it yeah. happen. They go to him. Nick, we need to make it happen. How do we make it happen? Let's do it. So the guy is involved in that and he's, he's, he's passionate about the club. We don't have that. We, we're, not South saying, South Russell, we're not saying they've got a second set of books, Bass, but we, they must have a second set of books. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's, that, no, that's, no, that's fantastic. No, they, right? they, they must know if how anybody, to manage If anybody can sit here, look me in the face with hand on heart and wholeheartedly say that their side, other than probably the Dragons... And a few others that are languishing down the bottom. Any side that's in the top eight or close to the top eight that isn't over the salary cap, they're not here. No, but we all are fucking kidding yourself. We're all over the salary You're cap. You're kidding you, yourself. Didn't you see it in the paper today? We're all over the salary cap. Who said that? Who said that we're all over the salary Buzz, cap? Buzz Buzz because dumb dickhead Rothfield, dinosaur cocksucker himself, right? Because he said I'm gonna I'm gonna put my estimated value on every team. How the fuck does he know? The guy is a dinosaur. Big question mark how he came up with that. Yeah, numbers. exactly. So he's thinking, how, he how, how I we, know market how, value. How do we come up at 10 point? Please. One, three million. I right. don't understand. And look, and Bass, I, I know I'm mucking around by saying that. 
But I think what I really wanted to go with, rather than talking about the books, is that um, you look at Matt Lodge. Matt Lodge is someone that had a checkered past. But the reason why he came into the Roosters uh, system is because they just said, look, he's a guy that's trying. He's in programs to try and work on his drug and alcohol problems and addictions that he's had in the past. So he comes into that club in that system knowing that he's not going to go and completely embarrass the club by doing something stupid. Yep. Your club, my club does it too, Chris. We go down to the juvenile detention centre and we go, right, who have you got? It's like me going to school back in the day, yeah, man. But, you know, yeah, they're but, going, yeah. what's that? Little Johnny likes to kill cats. Sure, we got a spot for him here. Yeah, but with Matt Lodge, I've probably said to him, mate, this is your last chance. You either want to play good, you're at a good club, these are the systems, these are the rules. And he's bought and into you go it, though, You Chris. go into it. And then he's then bought into it. That's no. Somewhere along the line, then, and then no one's buying into it, especially in the St. George Dragons system, mate. Those guys are repeat offenders time and time again. After some serious infringements like Barbecue Gate, you think that these guys ought to learn a lesson. Six o'clock in the morning, tank to the eyeballs, punching on with each other. James Graham comes out the other day and he says, who's a snitch in the team? Who's reporting to the media? He should be fucking reporting it because, first of all, we shouldn't be fucking drinking to 6am. Because he came out and he said, Let me tell I had nothing. No, 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 Listen, he said, the he, only said, he said that no punches were thrown, no nothing with this, that. But hang on a minute. James Graham is fucking kidding himself. There was no snitch. Somebody's seen this, so the club had to own up. Of course. Right, number one. Number two, let there me tell you. There was other people, there was other residents at the fucking motel. We said this last week, right? Nobody's made accountable at the Dragons, yeah? After the barbecue game. It's like, it's a free-for-all down at that club, right? You talk about our club. Nick Politis and Trent Robinson says, we will give you everything if you give everything in Back. return. That's 100%. Right? We will stand by you. We will support you. We will look after you. We will nurture you if you give it all back. We want you here because we can see a future with you in our club. We can see you winning a premiership with our club. I mean, they're pitching sign it. Me up. They're pitching it. Sign me up. And how do you feel driving a Mercedes? But they're pitching it. You've what, got Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe wasn't using his powers to lure play, play people to South? You remember, look, Bass, in the day, remember when the Burgess boys turned up to one of these charity events we went to? Yeah. That was a supercar in an Aston Martin, unlike anything you've ever seen Sam on the Burgess road. rocked up in an Aston Martin. And it was a unique Aston Martin that's worth more than any other Aston Martin I've ever seen. It was almost like a rocket, a spaceship. These guys have got perks. It's happening left, right and centre. Russell Crowe was everywhere in all over America at every media conference in a South jersey and a South hat selling the club. So when he goes out on the market, we're an international club. Our logo is everywhere. Do you want to come play for South? It's a package. These other clubs haven't caught up. It's a brand. These You're other clubs haven't right. caught up. And if, and if anyone underestimates the value of the brand that a club has when it comes time to recruiting players, they're kidding themselves. They're absolutely kidding themselves. And I say the to brand you guys, of the St. George Dragons right now is in the toilet. It's the toilet. And it's, it's not just that. It's, it's not just bin. about winning premierships. I keep telling you guys, you think that's it. You just got to win a premiership. Places like Penrith need to win a premiership so they can stay relevant. But the Melbourne Storms, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, the Roosters, uh, the Brisbane Broncos. To it's a life after footy. It's a, it's a brand. You want to be involved in this brand. You want to be involved in this club. It's culture. It's history and what we stand for. That's what these clubs have going for them. The other clubs need to win a premiership. Sorry to all the bogans out of Penrith. They're not going to stay interested if they don't win comps. What do we talk about? What do we talk about our club? We talk about the 11 premierships we won. 30 years ago. You talk about How many times can you pitch that, man? No, and also the long line of bullshit that's happened over the last couple of years. What I find interesting, and we're talking about the brand. I was listening to Brandon Smith the other day talking about the Roosters. And funnily enough, every time someone's talking about going to the Roosters, first thing they think about is Bondo Beach, lattes, Eastern Suburbs lifestyle. 
this is what the Roosters are <laughs> known for. That is their brand. And if you start to look at other clubs, and you mentioned the Broncos, Bass. Adam Reynolds went to the Broncos. He I, fell in love with it. He I know Adam wait. Reynolds personally. He couldn't Adam, wait. Adam, Adam had reservations about going. He wasn't worried about him going to play football there. He was worried about his wife and his kids, how they were going to fit in. He goes, fuck it, I'm moving up there when I'm done. He goes, it's fucking brilliant up here. It's a lifestyle as well. There's multitude of things. That, now, you taught me something, right? After footy, do you think Nathan Cleary is going to continue to live in Penrith? Or is he going to hightail it to the first beach you can come to? No, in his twilight years, I think his last contract's going to be somewhere near a beach. <laughs> Let's face it. Let's be honest here. And this is what this is what Gus Gould is trying to do with the Bulldogs now. He's trying to re-establish their brand. Because, you know, remember that dogs of war mentality and the dogs yeah, and the dogs. Yeah. He's trying to re-establish that, right? But we can be like that. We just haven't got the smart people to to do that. We've got a big brand ourselves. We just don't know and a lot of we this, don't know how to manage it. And you know what? A lot of the, the finger of blame has to be laid squarely on the NRL. They're trying to expand, but they're leaving sides by the wayside. They're leaving teams by the wayside. Like, all right, you've added another club. How long before this club becomes successful? How many times is the fucking Gold Coast gonna fail? These aren't gonna these aren't brands. Now you look at AFL sides, they're fucking brands. Every single club is a brand. Yeah, that's cultural, man. Even the clubs, it is cultural. Even the clubs that have opened outside, that have started up outside the state of Victoria. The two Adelaide clubs. Look at the rivalry GWS. between them. Brands. GWS and Sydney. Rivalry. Big brands. Brisbane Western Lions. Australia. Brisbane Even the Gold Coast Suns to some degree. They, There's brands. They promoted bloody... They, the NRL is playing catch-up and saying, let's just fucking... GWS bought Israel Folau for a brand. They, brand, they paid $1.5 million yeah. to Brandy for and two years. He could have a kick exactly. a ball. Could have kicked a ball. We must move on. Time is already getting away with us from us. The Broncos are to the Dolphins in the way the Rabbitohs are to the Roosters. The Broncos are proving to be the smorgasbord that the Dolphins seems to be picking over their players. Only just a couple of days ago, they landed the uh, signature of Herbie Farnworth. And before the ink was dry, they've just landed Thomas Flegler. They have to. They need to become successful really, really quickly. At the end of the day, they are the fourth club in the Queensland part of the comp and they can't have failure. They need instant success almost. Like, Wayne Bennett's got a very limited time there before he moves on to make them a viable entity up there. I think if they can find a, a nine, Jerry Marshall King's okay. If they find a nine and a seven, they'll be all right. They didn't sign Jerry Marshall. Yeah. They didn't sign him for one year, did yeah, they? they they signed him for multiple years, so he's going to be there a while. Yeah, they but need, they but need he doesn't necessarily need to be the starting yeah, hooker. The starting but hooker, this is the start of their build, isn't yeah. it? You, you get Herbie Farnworth, you get Flegler. Halfway through the season, I'm sure we're going to hear about a couple of more big signings, and then it starts to take off that way. So we look at their current roster, no one's impressed. But what did we expect after no time at all to get these guys it's up and running? Look, they'll take off in their third year. The Dolphins have bought some experience in the two Bromwich brothers and Kafusi. Just to have the stability there and uh, bring the through the, bring through some young kids and stuff, and you know, at the end of the day, these guys have won premierships and played international footy, so they can actually steady the ship. But they are at their twilight years, so they need, they need to prop it up, and they need to prop it up quick. I was watching um, the the, uh, the Fox season preview yesterday, and Cooper Cronk and Michael Innes um, they predicted that the Dolphins would finish around ninth on the ladder this year. Wow. Yeah, they smoked something before. Uh, they had to have smoked yeah, a bit of a really with a bit of special something. What? What, yeah. you what is it? What's it called? A really. really? Uh, really? What's that? Is I it, am I wrong in that? Am I? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Look, the hash pipe, the peace pipe, whatever it is. 
Yeah, so look, I don't, I don't see them finishing anywhere. All right, we've got so much to get through, but Mitchell Moses' contract, um, on again, off again. What, I don't does know he, what's going does on. Does he want to stay a para or does he want to fucking go? No, no. What do you want to do? He's milking. Or do you want to... Ah. Yeah, but yeah, Bass, if he wants the money, go to the West Tigers. They're offering 1.3. He doesn't... Listen, listen. He doesn't want to go what's to the West Tigers. What's he waiting for? The Roosters to come get him? Who? He doesn't want to go to the... South? No, he wants to stay a para, but he wants the para to come to the table with more money. No. He's going to get 1.1's enough. No, he's for not. a guy... My, my prediction? That's even more than what they're going to pay for him. He showed last year that he can't win you the comp. It's very simple. What he needs to do, because he still thinks that the Parramatta Eels are going to somehow deliver him a premiership. He needs to just sit back, wait six months, recognise that the Eels are going nowhere. Wayne Bennett's going to come in, sweep him up, and they're going to have the halfback that they need. He should go to the Dolphins. Why wouldn't he go for the Dolphins? Well, where else should he go? I mean, he's... Well, he's not going to go anywhere. The, the, no. The, the he board, the he board goes to go. the Dolphins, he ain't winning shit. Mitchell Moses' window for winning a comp closed last year. So right now, Mitchell Moses should chase the cash. But the problem with Mitchell Moses is if he goes back to the Tigers, right, he's going to look like you got run out of town there for Luke Brooks, and now you're coming back to play second fiddle to Luke Brooks. That's why he won't go there. And take the no, money. That, just swallow your pride. You want, you're one of the, the top halfbacks in the league at the moment. If he's going to be getting $1.45 million at the Tigers, you got to be winning the shit. And by the way, that's $450,000 more than what Nathan Cleary is getting until the end of 2027. How is he worth that? Oh, I've got no How? Idea. He's not worth more than eight fifty. Who? Mitchell. Mitch Moses. Well, he's Ben, ben Hunt should be on 1.1, but he is. So we know that. Yeah. So that, that so, was a mistake. Yeah, so Mitchell Moses, so Mitchell Moses, what do you think he's worth a million bucks? He's in the top five halfbacks in the comp. You'd have to give him a million bucks. You'd have to give him a million. But so are we saying? So are we saying all halfbacks top five? I guess five, what, oh, what I'm trying to say, bucks? almost half a million more than Nathan Cleary. That's yeah, just ridiculous. Are the top five halfbacks in the comp should be on a million bucks? Yeah, I reckon if you're really that good, you should be. All right, well, who should take it there? Because they've given him one point one. They've given him one point one para. I thought they upped it to 1.2. Oh, okay, take it. Well, I mean, What's the, he waiting for? I understand why he's holding out. This will probably be his last big contract in his career. No, no, the problem is... Which is fine. The issue I do have, though, is when these things happen, like it did with Daly Cherry Evans, you've got a whole bunch of people relying on that signature before they make a next move. So what this does is it really stifles the Parramatta Eels. It, it's, it's doing a number on the West Tigers or anyone else that wants to get his signature on the contract. This is where I get a bit frustrated with it. He has every right to hold out for the money, but the problem when that happens is teams don't know what they're doing. Right. Players get let go because they're trying to secure salary cap money. To the secure Are the Tigers or Bulldogs <laughs> building a roster better than what Parra is going to build after being in the grand final? Are their rosters going to get better? I reckon. I reckon. I reckon Parramatta in the next three years? I reckon the Dogs will get Spencer Linu instead of the Roosters because of the Seraldo factor. Okay, so if he thinks those rosters are going to be better than Parramatta, then why, why, why does he want to stay at Parra? Take the money of the, the Tigers and go. Go there. But I mean, because you're going to be at Parra for three years. They've lost a lot of personnel. They've got to shop for more players. But if they're spending 1.1 on the halfback, have they got enough another nine? Hodson, after he finishes, they need a nine once he goes. I think he's waiting for a good team to come along. No one's going to come along and pick him up. The good teams no, don't good have team. the money to give him. Yeah, no one's going to get him. So he's going to be either going to para dogs, dolphins or tigers. The dogs, they're his choices. The dogs can't afford him. The dogs can't afford him. With all due respect to the dogs, they're... They're going to have to let go of four players to get him. They're up to their eyeballs. Yeah, right. And they need a halfback more than they need a... Yeah, that's what I said. They have to let go of three, four blokes to get him. It's the only way.
We're now 20 minutes in and we've still got a lot to cover, so I'm just going to move on. We still have more than half the competition to review before the start of the season. So I've decided just to take the next, the top five teams um, that we haven't done so far. Let's review those guys. Everyone else, we don't really care about. Apologies to any of the fans of those teams. So why don't we go through that really quickly, do some reviews, talk about the games coming up. And then, of course, I'm going to need your predictions for this year. Bass, your top 17, Chris, top seven again? Top six. Top six this way. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, the Penrith Panthers, the 2023 Premiers, 2024 World Cup Challenge losers. 2022 Premiers. Did I say 2023? 2022 Premiers. Thanks, Chris. Okay. Trying to go for a 3 already. Last year finished them 42 points with 20 wins and four losses. By far the best defence in the comp. Key gains, Ghana, Tyrone Peachy and Zach Hosking. Key losses, Apicorosau, Viliame Kickout, Sean O'Sullivan, Charney Staines. And I'm going to add Tiny May to that list, seeing that he's now gone pretty much for most of the season, if not the season, is it? Is he gone? Yeah, they're pretty big losses. Yeah, eh? they're massive losses. So the predicted team lineup. For round one, uh, Dylan Edwards at fullback, Brian To'o and Taruva. See, I don't even know that. He's obviously a New South Wales Cup player. On the wings, um, centres, Stephen Cry and Isaac Targo, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. In the front row, Lo- Moses Leota and James Fisher-Harris. Mitch Kenny uh, at hooker. Ooh, there's a powerhouse to replace Happy Coruscant. Second row, Luke Garner and Liam Thompson. And lock is Isaiah Yo. On the bench, Sonny Luke, Scott Sorensen, Spencer Lee New, and Zach Hosking. The big question is, um, have they just lost too much firepower? Who's in the front row with uh, Fisher-Harris? Moses um, Leota. Moses Leota. Moses Leota. Who's Liam Thompson? Did I say Liam Thompson? I said Liam Martin, didn't I? <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm on fire today. <laughs> this is correcting me. I'm going to smash someone soon. <laughs> They'll let Do you want me to host the They'll show? They'll let that minor premiers. Do you want me to host the show? You reckon minor premiers again? They will. <laughs> yeah, they're too good. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Look, that just, myself, but I don't think they're ridden off that much. Look, they've got a they've got a production line. Man. They have Seriously. got a fucking breeding ground. They've got a production. They line. can clone whoever they need. Do you honestly think they've been? Let's just put it you, this way. Yeah, they've let they've go. Sad? They've let go who they're willing to lose. Yeah, I know. Let's be let's be realistic. I was going to say that they've let go who they're willing to lose. Happy Coruscant's a big one though. Yeah, but Happy yeah, Coruscant's thirty-one. What, what he's he, thirty-one. I know that, but what he did for the halves and but getting have you seen the ball the new, out the to him, taking pressure off those guys. The New South Wales hooker's pretty good. I know Mitch Kenny's there, but the New South Wales hooker's pretty nippy. He's young. And he's he's pretty good. When you say New South Wales hooker, do you mean the New South, New South Wales, Wales Cup? Yeah, Cup, New yeah. South Wales. Um, and I'm pretty sure they'll. I'm sure they got back rowers coming through the system somewhere. You know, what I mean, they don't lose their halves, they don't lose their front row, they don't lose their centers. They don't what? lose their fullback. They don't lose their fullback. They don't lose their fullback. The only thing they've lost out of their really spine is, is their hooker. Yeah, right. Yeah, the no. spine the is hooker, still there. The hooker. And I'm sure they've got money to go spend too. It's like they're losing the plays, but the, uh, everyone's talking about they've got no money. I mean, they're going to have money to spend now that if I've, if they've offered, let's say, um, Spencer Lee New five hundred and Roosters or dogs giving them 800. Well, surely they've got 500 grand to spend. They just haven't got 800 to keep him with everyone else. All right, the start to the season. So they'll buy someone. They've got the Broncos, the Souths, the Bay, Eels and the Raiders. Um, it's a pretty tough start. It's not the easiest start. But that's good. Yeah, but yeah. Y- you that's, know... Hey, cross your fingers for injuries. I tell you what, though. I reckon I reckon this first game um, with the Broncos is going to be a real good sign to work out with both of those teams Absolutely. for this season. I'm really looking forward the to that. The problem is the problem is it's game one. 
And so there's going to be true. some rust. So how much can you read into it, really? I know. But still, you'll get some idea yeah. anyway. Souths finished seventh on the ladder and again got to the prelim, only to get done by the Panthers again. Finished on 30 points with 14 wins and 10 losses. Second worst defence in the top eight behind the Eels, which has been their Achilles heel now for a few years. They've got to score more than 18 points in order to win a game, every single game. They do it tough. Their key gains, nobody. Their key losses, uh, Mark Nichols, Cody Nicarima, Josh Mansour, may he rest in peace, and Jackson Paulo. Okay. So basically their key key losses were Mark Nichols, basically. (laughs) You haven't signed anyone? No, no major signings. No. They've had to up contracts. But right. I, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing, though, because it's going to be a business as usual team. Every Most other teams have got some big changes, but they're going to have to rework combinations. They're going to iron out some of those well, creases you did upgrade to get started. The, you, you did upgrade the 5-8, the hooker, and the fullback, correct? Yeah, they've been re-signed. Expected team for round one, Latrell Mitchell at fullback, Alex Johnson and Isaac Thompson on the wings. Uh, centers Campbell Graham and Isaiah Tuss. The halves, Cody Walker and Lachlan Ilias. Front row, Tavita Totola, Tom Burgess. Damien Cook, of course, is the hooker. Second row, Keon Kolomatangi and Jai Arrow. Cam Murray, of course, in lock. And the bench looks like Blake Taft, Shaq Mitchell and Jacob Host. And they've got Havili here, but I don't think he... I don't he's think got, he's gone. He's not available till round 10, I think. Yeah, so he's gone for most of the season. I'm sure someone... Really, Mitchell's brother makes your 17? I wouldn't have thought so, but I'm just taking this. This is from actually the Channel 9 website. That's where I got this Channel from. Channel 9 don't have a clue. Yeah. Well... Uh, otherwise, it could be that the fact that Latrell's pulled power rank and said, my brother plays this year, or otherwise I'm not signing again. Yeah, I love the Burgess brothers. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, until um, Manly goes and takes Luke Burgess. Latrell Mitchell is looking the fittest I've seen him since he was in a... Um, Apparently that can be attributed to George Burgess. Sorry, Thomas. Thomas. Sorry. Tom Burgess. Yeah. Mate, he, all of a sudden, apparently Tom's been caning him at training. He looks like he's fitting back into his Roosters jumper again. He just looks the best I've seen him. Uh, certainly at Souths which could be really interesting. And he stated that he wants to be the best Indigenous player of all time. If he's got that in him, yeah, it's, look, it's, a a goal, a it's a goal I support. There, there's a guy in the grave that has something to say about that. <laughs> Are take, we talking Artie? Ah, uh, fuck yeah. It's going to take a lot to eclipse him as the greatest Indigenous player ever. <laughs> no, I, I knew you would say that, uh, but you would say that. Why would I say that? Because you're a Roosters yeah, fan. Yeah, but Artie... I know, I'm joking. He didn't joking. just, he didn't just oh, play for us. Sense of humour. He didn't just play for us. Uh, Lachlan Ilias is no longer a rookie, so I'm hoping to see that there's uh, some maturity that comes through there. Combinations with uh, Cody Walker. Could no, be an interesting year I for South. I always worry about the second year. You always worry about it, do you? You, you? you hope, Chris. There's just one thing that you have to worry about, and that's Cody Walker. Oh. That's the only thing you have to worry about. Yeah, if he he could destabilise a whole team. Oh, hopefully he All does. Right. I mean. And I, I'd love to spend a lot of time talking about this, but this is sort of... Um, speed dating when it comes to this sort of thing. So first uh, five games, we've got the Sharks, Panthers, Roosters, Manly in the Storm. Yuck. I mean, that is a horrible... What is it? Say that again. You could be none from from six. We could be. We've got the Sharks, the Panthers, Roosters, Manly and the Storm. I, I, from what I've seen, what it is horror. the worst start. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Bass, the sudden realisation and penny dropping, wow. the smile on your face. We could be leading the comp after you. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne Storm last year finished fifth with 32 points, 15 wins and nine losses. Got knocked out in the finals last year by the Raiders. They deserved that, didn't they? Key gains, Elise Katoa, Tarek Sims, Aaron Penne. Tarek Sims, Chris, what do you reckon? He's got another year in him. 
I'm sure got, Craig Bellamy. He's got nobody it. left around him though at the yeah, moment. Still, yeah, they're they're all gone. He's uh, he's probably the most experienced one there at the moment. Losses: Brandon Smith, Felice Cafusi, and the Bromwich brothers. He's had a bit of injury, so if he can get it right. But look, know. these guys. These they're going to turn up, you know. Every that. year we look at them and go, oh, they've had some major losses and this is going to really affect them. And then they come back and they're always in the top four. Well, they've lost Olam for six weeks. Perhaps me, we don't know when he's back. So they're still going to be a bit depleted. If they can jag a couple of wins early and get those other guys back, it's a bonus. It's like you're getting two brand new players. The starting side looks like Nick Meany, William Warbick, Remus Smith, Young Tonomapaya, Xavier Coates. The halves, of course, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. Front row, Nelson Asof Solomon and Christian Welch. Uh, number nine is Harry Grant. Second row is Elise Katoa and Trent Lioro. Lorio, I don't even know how you pronounce that. And Tui Kama Chameleon. On the bench, we've got Tyron Wishart, Tom Eisenhuth, Alec McDonald and Josh King. So there's certainly been... Um, that is the weakest backfire from a Melbourne storm I've heard in many, many, many years. One to five. Weakest Melbourne store, one to five, I've heard. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll a bit ordinary, isn't it? I think it's it'll really be like that ordinary. for a couple of weeks, but until they get... Yeah, that's fine, but a couple of weeks, the season could be gone. Pappenhausen's not back until round eight. Olam not until round six. Even then, Pappenhausen's going to come back tentative. Olam's going to come back tentative. Yeah. It could take them two or three weeks each to warm back into the comp. Actually, I've got come a chameleon not back until round six as well. So maybe he's not actually um, at lock. These guys are struggling at the moment with injuries, aren't they, at the start of the season? Watch this space. Bellamy will hightail it out of town if they don't make it up there. Oh, easily. He First will five. be hightailing it out of town. Yeah. First five games, got the Eels at home, the Bulldogs at home, the Titans away, uh, the Tigers at home, and the Rabbitohs away. So they're all at home. Three, three out of the oh, six. There's three out of the five. We're top, top five. Yeah. You um, always got to give a, the Melbourne a leg up to start the season, surely. That always happens. Yeah, it does. Always happens. The Baramata Eels finished fourth on the ladder with 34 points, 16 wins and 18 losses, and were runners-up getting pumped in the grand final. Their key gains, Josh Hodgson, Jamin Hopgood, Jerome Masia, Jack Murchie, Matt Dury. The losses, uh, Murata Nakoya, Isaiah Papa'ili, Ray Stone, Oregon Kafusi, Reed Marnie, Hayes Perham, and Tom Upacek. Their starting squad looks like Clint Gutherson. Uh, on the wings, we've got Sivo uh, and Isaac Lume Lumi. Uh, in the centres, we've got Will Penasini, and it could be one of either Walker Blake. <laughs> Walker Blake, Hayes Dunster, or Zach Sini. The halves are Dylan Brown, Mitchell Moses, Regan Campbell Gillard in the front row, along with Junior Paulo. Josh Hodson, of course, is the new number nine. The second row is Jack Murchie and Matt Dury. And Damon Hopgood is number eight. On the bench, Mitch Rain or Jake Arthur. I reckon Jake Arthur, of course. It's got to be Jake wow. Arthur. Makatoa, Ogden and Bryce Cartwright. Mate, I tell you what. That's you know, you're laughing weak. at it though, Bass. It's but I weak. totally agree. I'm laughing at Waka Blake. How he's still in that fucking side. I know. But considering. Bass, well, they need him now. If someone like Mitchell Moses is saying, well, I'm going to stick with these guys because they're going to deliver me a premiership and I want to win a premiership with them, you've got to look at players like Walker Blake. If he looks at the Tigers and the Bulldogs, the one, for example, who are probably after him, and you look at Para, how are they going better? With that team, are they anywhere near? Who needs to come back anyway? Sean Lane? Nathan Sean Brown? Lane. Sean Lane, Ryan uh, Madison. Ryan Madison. Ryan, Nathan Madison. Yeah, so they Ryan get Madison, the piece of shit that... <laughs> <laughs> that didn't want to pay a $4,000 fine 
took a three-match suspension and left his mates look down at like that. Look at, look at him. He, look at that what? team in round one. You know what? If Brad Arthur had a set of nuts, if Brad Arthur had a set of balls, he would sit him on the bench for another three weeks. Oh, I totally agree. If we're not first to you, then you're not first to us. So is it fair to say that their premiership window has been sealed shut? I said that to you last year. Welded, put in a safe, throw away the key, throw in the safe, overboard into Sydney Harbour. I don't know what Mitchell Moses is thinking. If he's going to stick with those guys for a premiership, the guy's got nuts what's, in his head. What's Mitchell Moses' background? In what respect? What's his, his background? As in Lebanese? Yeah. His cultural background? What does he care about? The, the gash. Money, yeah. The gash. But the I like their gash. chances. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we got a better chance. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. You got no chance. <laughs> no. Uh, by the way, they had the worst defence. I was very quick to do that. They had um, the worst defence in the top eight last year. So that's still a big problem for those guys. And hang on. It's going to get... Who, who do you, right? Who do you... Fear in that side. No, no. Who do you task with locking down your defence in the middle? Which position? Hooker. The hooker. Position. Correct. Their hooker, Reed Marty, that the Bulldogs have seen as... This is the... He's fucking rubbish. I told you guys he's fucking rubbish. Reed Marty, Parramatta let him go... He has the slowest service from dummy half. You watch him. Nine out of... You can almost call every one of his passes from dummy half almost forward. He needs needs to stand up before he delivers the ball. Most hookers are passing it off off the the ground, ground, right? A lesson Uh, I learned as a kid. Right? And for Parramatta to have the worst defense of the sides of the top eight, a lot hinges on him locking up the middle of the ruck. So with all due respect... He's no loss to Parramatta. I don't rate him as a loss to Parramatta. You've sold me on that because I, I just thought, well, that's a good buy for the uh, the dogs. You've got me second guessing. Their first five games are the Storm at home. Loss. Sharks at home. Loss. Seagulls away. Loss. Panthers at home. Loss. And the Roosters away. Loss. Mate, Seahawks and Parra could be none from six. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be coming up the rear, aren't we? Yeah, but don't forget, Chris, it levels out. You start hard, you finish easy. Correct. Yeah, Actually, that's, exactly. well, that's what's going to happen to you. You want an easy. The camera effect. You want to run home. All right. The Sharks finished second in the comp on 38 points with 18 wins and six losses. They went out in the finals in straight sets. Their key gains are Oregon Kafusi, Max Bradbury, and Dan, uh, no, Oregon Kafusi. Their key gains. And their key losses are Luke Metcalf, Andrew Fafita, Aiden Tolman, and Lachlan Miller. Aiden Tolman is gone? He's gone. My God, the hit-up is finished. He's retired. <laughs> Give me a hit-up. The best uh, starting side we've got for these guys, considering injuries, is Will Kennedy, Sione Katoa, and Ronaldo Militano on the wings. In the centres, Jesse Ramian and Talakai. I think Talakai's injured. I don't think Talakai's back in round one. The halves are Matt Moylan and Nico Hines. The front row, Toby Rudolph and uh, Braden hamlin Welly. Blake Braley, the hooker. Second row, Britton Nakora and Wade Graham and Dalphin Urkin in the lock. The bench is Cameron McInnes, Oregon Kafusi, Royce Hunt and Teague Wilton, which is not the worst bench in the world. Craig Fitzgibbon's second year as their head coach uh, and also Nico Hine, Tally M winner, second year as well. Yeah, I put a lot of value behind that. What's their first four weeks? Their first five. Uh, Chris, five. I've been saying fives last two weeks. You're saying six, and now it's four. Jesus Christ. The, the first game is the Rabbitohs at home. They've got the Eels away, Raiders away, Dragons away, Warriors at home. So it's a very good start to wow. the season. They started guys. like they did last year. Yep. 
Wow. Look, I, I, I'm a Fitzgibbon fan. And I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, during the week, hush, hush, the Roosters and the Sharks had a full-on hit out together at Henson Park. Who did? The Roosters, Roosters and, and the Sharks. Oh, wow. Look at that. And, Best uh, mates. Oh, yeah. Well, did you go down, did you? Let me tell you. There was no uh, feeling out. There was no, like, uh, little... Holding back. It was full on. And from all reports, Fitzgibbon and Trent Robinson are very competitive, so they wanted to yep. win it out. So it was quite a, uh, a good tussle for them leading into the season. Having said that, fuck, that's a bit gutsy. Bit gutsy. Yeah, I know. On the eve of the Far season, Rob, what, what are we waiting for? Just another major injury? Fuck it, on the eve. And, uh, did, speaking of that, did um, I heard that Luke Keary suffered a head knock at training. Yeah, somebody threw the water bottle. It wouldn't take much. It wouldn't take much. My understanding is that he had a head knock um, at training and um, he's in doubt for round one. Standard. Standard. But if he's got a head knock at training, mate, I mean, God. Mate, it's his last it's season. A it's a bad start to the season it's for that his, guy. With it's his, his last season too. All right, I'm going to finish off the teams with uh, the Raiders because they were in the top eight, and I just like to relish in how bad I think they're going to go this year. Finished in eighth spot last year with 14 wins and uh, 10 losses. Their primary gains are Sami Sulo and Danny Levi. Their losses, Josh Hodson, Adam Elliott, Charge Nickel Klostad. Remember, he's off to write a book. And Ryan Sutton. Their best-looking team to start round one, Xavier Savage, a fullback. On the wings, Nick Kotrick and Jordan Rapana. Centres, Matt Tomoko and Sebastian Chris. Then we've got the halves of Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty. Front row, Josh Papali and Joseph Tarpane. Zach Wolford is the hooker. Second row, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead and Corey Harawiranir in the lock. Bench, Tom Starley, Corey Horsborough, Omre Gula and Pasami Sulo. Biggest losses, Josh Hodson. I just want to repeat that. I was very unimpressed with those, those guys last year. How they managed to get that, make it into the top eight, shocked the crap out of me. Well, it's Brisbane. Brisbane fo folded and they fell in. Yes, they did. Having said that, they beat Melbourne first week of the and finals. And then they knocked out the Storm in the finals. Correct. Their first five games, Chris, five. Oh, not four. Wehetnane. One, two, three, not four, four. five. Kleti, Arba, Khansi, City, 12. <laughs> Cowboys away. <laughs> Dolphins away. Sharks at home. Knights away. Panthers at home. They're going to struggle, of course, with the Cowboys and the Panthers and the Sharks, but they've got a couple of easier ones with the Dolphins and the Knights. So Look, I just want a season of misery for Ricky Stewart. I would love oh, it. They fell in. They fell into the top eight last year. They on fell the back, into the on top the back eight. of a few teams that just couldn't get a win. <laughs> Brisbane, us, even trying to get, trying to even want two wins. To Look, even I get think, in. I think, you know, just uh, there was a lot of teams that just manly, manly fell apart. You know, there was three, four. Oh, teams. that was an implosion. They yeah. lost their last seven games. Was it yeah. seven? I think seven games. Yeah, Manly finished ninth. We finished. You'll be happy to hear that uh, a lot of clubs, after what happened with the Manly debacle last year, have uh, categorically said we won't be doing a pride. No, jersey. to a pride round actually, not a pride jersey, but a pride round. Yeah, they're fuck not, yeah. They're not excited well, about. No, and and so they shouldn't be. I'm sick of all these other fucking little festering things entering sport. <laughs> you can do that without having a sports jersey. You don't need a sports jersey. Every time it, hang on this, a sec. Every time you do this, it adds days to me getting this podcast Did out. I say anything wrong then? For me, it's more the NRL trying the, to be inclusive. No, they're not being inclusive. They're being woke. 
guys, let's quickly go through this week's games because this week there's games. And by the way, tomorrow, one day away, we'll know who's playing this week. Teamless Tuesday is Teamless tomorrow. Tuesday's back. I can't wait for that. And then I'm going to put my Supercoach team together. All right. We have a new betting partner. We do? Da, 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 da. We have a new betting partner called Every Venture is Loss. And the acronym for that, of course, is EVIL. So they are on board with us for the next 12 months. And gamble responsibly. And gamble responsibly. All right. Starting off, season 2023, the Eels take on the Storm at Combank. The Eels are at $2.25. The Storm are at $1.65. We're not going to go and who do you think wins or loses. The Warriors play the Knights in Wellington. Warriors are $1.55 and the Knights are $2.55. The Panthers and the Broncos at Panthers Races Park. $1.20 for the Panthers and Broncos. That's a big set before the Super Bowl. As opposed to West Suburbs Races Park. Manly's $1.74 versus the Dogs at $2.10. And it sounds from um, everything I'm hearing is that Turbo is certainly starting this weekend and he's been training the house down. The tampons playing. So this is the one week in, then he's three weeks out. See how that one goes. The Cowboys and the Raiders in Twansville. $1.45 for the Cowboys, $2.75 for the Raiders. And I agree with those odds. Sharks v. Rabbits at Racist Riots Park. That's down in the Sutherland, south of Sydney area. That's yeah, the other. that's definitely a racist that's park. That's a good racist park. Yeah. Uh, $1.54 to the Rabbits, two ten for the Sharks. Are we on crack here? I mean, it's, you know, they've just thrown out the odds. We've got a new venture with evil. What's going on here? What, the South's the favourites? South's the favourites at $1.54. As they should be. You have the Indigenous All-Stars on your side. <laughs> <laughs> but it is at Sharks Australia Day Rights Park. <laughs> technically, technically, yeah. South's are going home. All right. They own all the grounds, don't they? No, just Homebush and the City Football Stadium. Dolphins! V Roosters at Suncorp, $1.50 for the Roosters, $5.50 for the Dolphins. Again. Why is it at Suncorp? The Dolphins don't have a home ground? Not, uh, yet. I, Not yet. It's I think it's the big reveal. It's like, let everyone come along and watch the first Dolphins game. Okay. Well, I read Cliff there, and if it's like 12,000. That's plenty for them. Now, they're not going to get any Roosters fans up there. So <laughs> they may as well take what they can get. I know. It's, so they're it's, get no it's a, a mini magic round. So they're getting no one at Suncorp. If it's 52,000. All right. Uh, just going to have a quick look to see what we are doing for time here because I'm impressed. We are doing all right. And uh, the final game of the round, Tigers. No, I missed one. There was a vomit game somewhere in there, I remember. Do you want me to read it out to you? Do you want me to read it out to you? Nah, that's all right. The Tigers v. Titans at uh, Suburban Unrenovated Park. That's Leichhardt. $1.71 <laughs> to the home side and $2.50 to the ti- $2.15 to the Titans. All right, boys. Um, footy is back. We can't wait. Tingless Tuesday tomorrow. Dragons got it's the that buy. time of the year. Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> the Dragons do have the buy and they get You two did points. say at the beginning there's some sides we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. We, we spent half an hour at the beginning of this uh, podcast plenty. talking we'll give about give it a more than they deserve. All right, boys. That time of the year. Predictions for the year. Um, Chris, can we start with your top seven, please? <laughs> Actually, no. 
Why don't we do it this way? Have you, you got go your last. list? Yeah, I do. Why don't, we do why don't we do the bottom nine to start with? Who's your bottom nine? No, I didn't do the bottom nine. I didn't do the top eight. I'm just going to do the top eight. Listen, mate, I only did six last year. You want me to do 18? I know, Chris. Getting Are you serious? I don't know what I was thinking. It was a big effort. It was a big effort trying to find seven. There's 17, there's not 18, but... Maybe the Dragons could have both the bottom. See, you pulled out a post-it note. I'm in, lo- I'm in love with the prep. Why don't you read out your top eight? Do you really want me to go first? I really do want you to go first. All right. The Roosters to finish first. Wow. Penrith to finish second. Yeah. South to finish third. Mm-hmm. And Melbourne to round up the top four. Wow. I was a bit, I was a bit, how you going with that one? But I, I've got them in there. Have you got another four? I've got the Cowboys at five, Go Sharks at six, yep. Para at seven, and Brisbane at eight. Wow. Wow. So based on the Sharks, why I got them there at six is because of their draw. I thought it's a bit harder than what they had last year. And the fact I just got Para there at seven is because they've lost a lot of personnel. So and, the I, and, I think, and I think Brisbane can jag eight spot. So the top eight is still going to be the top eight from last year, but Broncos Raiders changing yep. spots. Um, I'm and obviously, Para and um, and the Sharks dropping down. Do you, do you want to go next? <laughs> no, up to you. I was a bit iffy with Melbourne at four, but I, I just got them in there in the back of... They turn up every every. Year. I'll go next because yeah, mine's very go. similar. Yeah, so I'm going to stick with it. So I've swapped the Penrith um, Panthers and Roosters run. I've got Penrith at number one. Yep. Roosters number two. I've got Stur- Storm third. I've got the Rabbitohs rounding out the top four, but that's wishful thinking. Cowboys in fifth. Sharks sixth. Eels seventh. Broncos eighth. Wow. So it's not too dissimilar. It's, it's very similar. Wow. Bass, how different and controversial is your top eight? I've got Penrith at number one. Yeah. I've got Sharks at number two. Mm-hmm. I've got Souths at number three. I've got Cowboys at number four. I've got Roosters at five. Storm at six. Eels at seven. And Broncos at eight. Okay, so there's a lot of similarities. I want to know your the thinking Roosters around why and the Roosters five are, and six. Why, is, why are the Roosters at five? You did say fifth for um, fifth, the yes. Roosters, yeah? Why is that? Because the Roosters are... Sorry, just to preface yeah, yeah, the, no. what I'm asking is because everyone's su- suggesting that the Roosters are going to be minor premiers. Yeah, they suggested that last year as well. The yeah, fi- but then you had a, like a bevy of injuries. Well, that's again going to happen to us because the Roosters can find an injury. As we know, Walker is going to go down with a concussion. We know that Joseph Manu's got a steel plate in his face. A little love tap is going to hurt that again. Uh, couple that with... Radley, Hargreaves, Lodge, Brandon Smith, all of them will spend time in the judiciary this year and suspended for misdemeanours. They will. So add to that origin duties as well. I think fifth is about fair for us. Well, okay. We're not going to lose a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that one? I was we're waiting for you to come in and say we're going to go undefeated this yeah, year. Yeah, but hang on a sec. Everybody tipped us to win the wider premiership last year. Yeah, and then straight away, yeah, you but guys came down with some serious injuries. Okay, but then we'll and we understand why. But everyone's in the same position. Everyone can come yeah. down with injuries. Yeah. The Panthers have certainly got some suspensions in them. Uh, the but Bunnies. So the, yeah. the Panthers are the darlings of the competition. They why, don't get suspended. Why should, their, doesn't get why suspended. should ba- their fans be punished? But Bass, a healthy roster, and you guys come first. I'll tell you why. Penrith lost personnel. South, they're still, they've, got the, they've got the similar team. But a couple of injuries and you guys don't have that much depth. Melbourne have lost personnel. Cowboys are, could challenge you. Sharks, I don't think they've got a better squad than you. Power have lost personnel. And Brisbane don't have the team to match you guys. So all the good teams like Para and, and Penrith that were in the grand final, they're missing 
the hookers. They're missing the back row. They're missing the wingers. Yeah, and for the you Roosters, guys, for you guys, uh, it's just a, like you haven't got the opposite way. Keep in mind, also part of the reason why injuries are injuries and in that what you're no, going to say. about injuries. Souths, Melbourne, and Penrith. We haven't beat them for the last four years. You'll beat them this year. But that's what I'm. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Me, first, me. first, Chris is your first mate. Have Chris you changed your mind? Yeah, Chris has changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> going on the stats, going on the stats, that's why I haven't got Roosters as minor premiers. Johnny, you're right. So in the middle of the show. I think the Roosters have a few uh and don't forget we got Crichton missing. We don't know how long for. Crichton on Crichton is Crichton's missing, he's been given indefinite leave. I know. Indefinite sounds terrible, doesn't it? It does. It sounds like a long time. It anyway. does. If he's uh Struggling we should as wish they him say all the best anyway. Look, we don't. Everyone's speculating. Everyone's speculating. You know what could happen. But if he's got a mental, if he's problem, fighting demons, then we wish yeah. him the best of luck. And it's always a good time to always say, speak to your mates and ask, "Are you okay?" I'm a massive advocate of that. It doesn't hurt. It's a really simple, easy thing to do. We do that every year after you lose a preliminary final, Carus. I know you guys are on the phone really yeah. quick, aren't so you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just are you all right? Back in the UK. <laughs> You need anything? <laughs> we do that a lot because we're good mates. Well, I get that every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that every week. You've been well, getting, I'm not in, you, I'm not, you'll be I'm getting not a lot this year, Chris. Jesus, oh I'm just goodness. so happy I don't have to hear it this week. On the back of what we saw in the trials, has any team really impressed you? Manly. Manly, Manly Seagulls. Yeah. I just think Manly look fit. I just think they look... I don't know. They just. You can tell when a side just looks fit, ready to go. So that could also be a case in... Yeah. New uh, coach, you proceed. Not just yeah. that, you coach, and uh, the players don't have excuses after what transpired, as we saw last year, losing seven in a row, and all the co- the controversy that came with that. They they needed to hit the ground running, and I think they needed to lay the platform in their trial matches. I was impressed with some of their young backs. That's what I was really impressed with. I thought Schuster's hands were magnificent and sublime at five eight. I thought he was fucking unbelievable. We've been waiting a long time for that guy just to have a full year in a half spot. Um, and he's not going to play be this really, week. Really interesting. I know. It'd be really interesting to see how he goes. Yeah. If he could just get you know some consistent time at five eight. Now that Kieran Foran's um, gone off to the Titans, see he's gone to retire near a beach. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind too. We said Angus Crichton, Satili Tupanu was out for half the season this year as well. Mm. So. Our strongest and fittest side won't be on the park till mid-season. Which is exactly what happened last year. Correct. Who do we think um, will get the wooden spoon this year? Surely it's between us and the Dolphins. And the Warriors. Surely. Warriors. What about the Knights? What do you reckon? Uh, you know what? Or yeah, if, we if we don't, if we I don't would love to see the, the Knights get the wooden spoon. Yeah. If we Absolutely don't have a go. Absolutely love. If we don't have a go. We'll <laughs> You saw Milkshake Boy came out in the press last week to address that toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think they're in all sorts, man. Um, Newcastle, man. I, I think I thought Listen, I thought we were in all sorts, but him, they're in all sorts. They're playing him at five eight. He was, uh, he's gonna get bashed. He's gonna tackle every week. He's gonna get bashed. You know what I didn't like watching the trials and the night swimming up before the game. I noticed how the other players gave Milkshake Boy a wide berth. Like he was treated like an elite. I mean, I might have been making up this narrative in my own head, but I saw one of the younger players accidentally back into him. And once they realised it was Ponga, they almost backed away apologetically. How is the team supposed go back to, to your, gel? Go back to your earlier question, yeah? Is Milkshake Boy a better player than Tedesco? 
No chance in hell. Okay. How's Tedesco at the Roosters? He's one of the boys. He's one of the boys. He's, not, he's the captain and everything, but he speaks glowingly of everybody and everybody speaks glowingly of him. Like you said. That's, and that's what happens when you set up a culture at the club that the club put up with his dad's rubbish, chased him to the shit house, made him their marquee god for the next 10 years, put up with his bullshit excuse when he got caught in the toilet snorting lines, right? What do you mean? He was about to sign with the Dolphins. He was going to sign. Please. He was just fucking... He was never going to get the Dolphins. He wanted more money to stay where he was. He wanted to win a premiership with the Knights. Yeah, he wanted to win a premiership with the... <laughs> Jesus. And this is what we talk about culture and what clubs are willing to put up with and why he'll players want to go play a he'll, he'll get out of his contract. He won't make the full contract. Um... He's a hired gun. I told you that last year. He is he's a, high, a hired He's a mercenary, gun. isn't he? I, he's a mercenary. I totally agree. The coaches that are in trouble this year, just quickly before Fuck. we finish off, How we've many? got Adam O'Brien, Hook, Hook, Holbrook. No, I think Brad Arthur. You can add Brad Arthur to that list if they don't make the eight. If they, yeah, if they struggle to make the eight, Brad Arthur is going to be found out. I think Brad Arthur's already found out. Yeah. Brad Arthur. Last it's year. not what I'm hearing in the press, though, Bass. Yeah, but they the consider him to be, you know, one of the great minds of the rugby league, and he's like Wayne Bennett. Anybody who writes that story and mentions Brad Arthur in the same breath as Wayne Bennett is a fucking idiot. Or a really good mate of Brad Arthur's. Or one, one, extremely one, one good one mate of seven premierships, one, the other guys won nothing. Correct. The other ones won three finals games out of fucking 30. Please, bro. Brad Arthur. Okay, Brad Arthur, Holbrook, Hook. I don't say Brad Arthur's in trouble of losing his job. He might, be, he might lose his job at Parramatta, but he'll coach somewhere else. The thing with Brad Arthur is, his ass got saved last year by making the grand finals, yeah? If they finish 7th or 8th this year or limp into the finals, are they going to consider that a good season for no, Parramatta? No, he's gone. No, they think you you, you got to lose one to win one. I really, <laughs> be, I really believe they think they're How going to How do they the get way. stronger? They're not stronger. If you, if They've you, lost if, major firepower. If you with lose a grand final, you've got to be stronger the next year. Correct, and and that's what and that's what Penrith proved. They lost to Melbourne, right in twenty twenty. They got stronger in twenty twenty one. They got stronger, even more stronger in twenty twenty two. Now they're now, weaker. Now they're weaker. Now they now we're saying yeah, but they're weaker for a reason because they've been successful for two three years. So <laughs> they didn't get better. They didn't get better. Uh, para, they got worse. But I struggled to put him in my eight. I really. Did I did. Struggle. I, 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 I looked really at Para. Struggled to put him in I my actually eight. forgot about Parramatta in there for a second. I actually put him then. I thought, you know, I'll just put him seventh. I put him in there because they have the experience. It says a lot about the other teams, though, doesn't yeah. it? About it's how they're going to actually make call. it. But if you looked at him last year, you've had him in your top four or five. Let me tell you something. Automatically this year, automatically this year, every single team gets a free six points. How fucking dumb. Who do you think the first coach will be sacked? But I think Hook's under most pressure. He will be sacked, I reckon, before I think the start of the season. Had a really what? T- sorry? What did you say? <laughs> hang on, hang on. What did you I say? Think he, I think he's let something slip. What did you, what did you no, say? No, no. See, Chris gets excited. He said that Hook will be ki- sacked before the season kicks off. <laughs> That's three days away, Chris. Now, hang on. No, no. Our season doesn't start. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ten days away. Chris? Yes, Bass. There was a bit of a faux pas there. See, look, I'm just letting you know. He spurted it out, <laughs> and now he's retracted. He's backpedaling quick. It's no secret. They're already having those discussions. Hey, hey, hey. Sacked before the season kicks yeah, off. That's how, yeah, but that's, but, yeah, yeah, but no, that's how we do business. Kicks that's off. how we do business. But the Dragons... But can are, I ask you one oh, thing? Oh, wow. We're finishing with the Dragons again. Oh, no, I, I just want to ask you one thing. So <laughs> how, let's, how, say, how long? Say he's five from eight. 
Do you re-sign him? You re-signed him last year with a worse record. He, he's 14 from 16. Oh, Do you re-sign him? That bloke needs to make the top four to even get another contract. <laughs> you know what I'm... He's, uh, our, our sides make the finals regularly. We don't talk about it that much. No, I know. He will be the. Co- <laughs> he, you know, but this the, is like this is the one, media, one touch the, waterproofing is a sponsor of the show. This yes. is like I the, get a lot of airtime. I get, I get a bit more airtime. This is the podcast that gives mediocrity a lot of airtime. He <laughs> uh, will be the first coach, sack. No doubt about that. All right. Wow. Glad I asked. So why did you just resign him? Why did you waste that? See, look, like I said earlier, the dope. season's about to start. Mm. The Dragons, did they actually look at their squad and go, yeah, well, what can oh. we do? Yeah. Can we, can we finish 13th? Our fans are going to be happy. You know why they <laughs> can we finish higher than 13th? <laughs> you know why they signed him? Because this is how they think. We don't want any specula- We want the players to know who the coach is. Oh, I thought you were about to say we don't want any spectators at the game. <laughs> can you believe that rubbish? Can you believe that rubbish? Yes. Uh, at yeah. your club, yes. Yeah, can you believe it? That's what that's look, that's that's I, the answer. I'll be honest with you, right? The Dragons died out on eleven in a row, the same way the South dies out on we won the most premiership. Now for the first seventy years of the competition proper, South won twenty cops. Hey, don't bring that's us impressive. into this. Can you not bring us into this? I'm talking to Chris. Yeah, okay. So for the first seventy years of the comp, South won twenty premierships. Pretty impressive. They won one in the last 50 years. One in the last 50 years. And every time a South fan gets pushed into the corner, yeah, but we won the most cops. Like, I don't, I, where is this going? Like, I'm good. At the end of the day, do you... At what point do you think one in the last 50, maybe we should just shut the fuck up? Hang on, are we making fun of Chris or of me? What's hey, going both on? Both of you. I like to make fun of everybody. I'm not... I don't... Look, I don't have favourites here. It's, Chris... I guess what he's trying to say is your team is shit and it's happy. It no, makes no, us we've happy. Won, no, we've won what I'm trying to last. say is you can't die down of your accolades of the past. You can't do you that. You can't die down on that forever. At some point, somebody's got to stand there and be accountable. Okay, we have a great club with a great tradition. But right now, this is fucking embarrassing. This is embarrassing. What we're doing is embarrassing. What our plan is is embarrassing. The players that we're signing is embarrassing. That's what I'm trying to. That's the point I'm trying to make. Anyway, boys, um, let's take advantage of the fact that this is this podcast hasn't already gone for an hour and a half, and I've got to cut 45 minutes out of it. Footy starts in three days' time. I'll do my best to try and get this podcast out tomorrow if I can. Um, we are giddy. We're pumped. I know you're not going to have a good start to the season, Chris. But why is it? Chris is going for the Roosters this year. But surely you're going to have a team too. Roosters. Roosters. Can I bring you over to the dark side, no, South Sydney? Never. <laughs> Come and join the dark side. Never. The I've, been, I've been to the dark side for the last 40 years. Chris, hey. it is your destiny. Hey, hey, hey. The Roosters have won four in 20 years, not one in 50. He knows where he's going. <laughs> he knows where he's going. Bass, anything from you? It's good to see that the footy's back because I got sick of watching David Falzon. Oh, man, I tell you what, the cricket really did my head in. I can't wait. I just, I'm not going to get off the couch the whole weekend. <laughs> It's good when you're single. I was just thinking that. Sorry, boys. What my wife would think of me if she sort of walked out of the room in the morning, came back late that night, and I'm still there watching football. I'm going to try that this week. I'm saying to my wife, you shut up! I'm watching the footy. I'll see how far that gets me. This is why we built this room. Absolutely. This is the footy room. This is the escape room. The escape room. The safe room. There's a tunnel that goes from the house. My wife is at the door. Good luck, boys. Anyway, and I'm Johnny K. Roos. We are so excited. Good luck to your teams this week. Unless, of course, you're paying Souths. And I think that's the Sharks, isn't it?